This is the MDRT Podcast. Bringing your team together might mean recognition, events, competitions, and much more. During a Zoom conversation in March 2022, Adam Rex, Virginia Beach, Virginia, USA. Aaron Kane, Melbourne, Australia. Discussed how they have established closeness between coworkers and how they can tell it's working. So for us, really around getting the camaraderie from our team and the buy-in and that really good. We've done a lot of work, work around culture in the last couple of years and help with these coaches help. So one of the big things we did a while ago, a few years ago, was set up a team agreement and it was where we all came together and we all put down, you know, it was like a half day session in the boardroom, sticky notes on the wall, got the whiteboard going. It's like, what are our key values in our business? What are we think are some key words that we all understand and come up regularly in our day-to-day. And and we in the end, we built this team agreement. So it was all around kind of supporting each other, sharing information and skills, making sure we're clear in our communication, we give clear instruction and feedback to each other. And But obviously, too, we want to make sure we regularly come together with fun, without distraction of work, and see that we go above and beyond. So we want to see that other team members are going above and beyond to exceed expectations for each other and also our clients. And what we do there is we actually do a a peer nomination based on our team agreement. So every month we have a survey that goes out to our team and this is done through Monday as well, monday.com. And the team member will actually nominate another team member and give an example of the last month where they see they have gone above and beyond for our team agreement to exceed expectation and give an example of how they've done that. So that's what we do each month. And then so it's around the team agreement framework and say, well, which staff member deserves to be nominated and why? So that's really great because it's getting our team to actually see what other people are doing, not just sitting in their own little bubble working away. It's actually getting involved with the rest of the team members. So we've found that's a lot of good buying. The recognition is not just from me as the business owner, but it's actually your peers recommending someone else and then each month we show them and with an anonymous so we don't show who said them but we show them hey this month it was Anna that won or Vencina or or Zach or whatever and and here's all the comments that the team had and and it gives you a bit of a boost and a pump up as well for sure and then we run that into a a quarterly kind of presentation so who won the quarter and then we do an annual as well with the you know certificate and small little gift card and things like that so we found that's a really good way for to get staff buying and help with the culture and camaraderie between each uh, team player. Aaron, that's a really cool idea. And I love the idea because you're getting some introspection, right? You're getting the team focused back on your team and saying, hey, what is the big picture of what we're trying to accomplish? Why are we even here? Which I think is a great moral victory for your team. Yep. I agree. Definitely. And, you know, in addition to that, you know, we have employee value proposition. So like you might have for your clients, you've got a, some sort of client value proposition. It's like, why be a client of Cornerstone, for example, Adam, for yourself, or why be a client of EK Financial for myself? So we do that as why be a team member? You know, here's what we offer as a business to you as a staff member. And around that fun and stuff like that. So we have like this pretty cool fly we've built. And this is part of like when we onboard new staff members as well, we go through, well, this is the things you get. So I actually give free financial advice for all our staff members. 
every year for them and their family. We love to celebrate everyone's birthday. So every year, whenever someone has a birthday, we normally celebrate. And if we're in the office, that would tend to be a lunch and spend a few hundred dollars and we'll buy everyone lunch. We'll get food into the boardroom. And then that person with the birthday, we actually give them a half day off. So after lunch, we say, go home. You know, these are some extra extra adding values that we do. We also have an EKFG day. So that's just a day off. So it's like a public holiday every year for us. So there's, uh, it's around the Melbourne Cup. So obviously not about the Melbourne Cup here with the horse racing. So that usually falls on a Tuesday. So we obviously then give the Monday off as just a free day for our team. There's stuff like that. You get fresh fruit delivered to the office every week. We allow people to upskill give them a fun, relaxed environment, and then all that other stuff I talked about with reward and recognition and so forth. So, yeah, that's our, our staff value proposition that we've put in place. That's great. So we have some similar ideas going off of what Aaron just said. One of the examples, we call them lunch and learn here in our office, which is where we ask the staff and we do them quarterly to put together their questions on financial planning. Because one of the things that Aaron just touched on, it's unbelievable, but we think about this stuff all day long and it comes second nature to us, but we have people in our office who need our help and they don't either feel like they can or should ask the questions. So we've tried to make it very open where every quarter we do a lunch and learn, we bring in lunch. And then we talk about financial planning topics. So what's on your mind? You want to talk about trust planning? You want to talk about life insurance? You want to talk about disability? And we will kind of give a overarching presentation, but then we open it up to a conversation because that's, in my opinion, where most people learn the best is where they're able to say, hey, wait a minute, I didn't understand that. Again, this comes second nature to you, but this is all foreign to us. So one of the things that we do is that we kind of try to split up our staff. I don't know, we would maybe call it staff appreciation or staff recognition. So we have a fun side and a work side. So on the work side would be that lunch and learn, right? You're still in the office. One of the other things we do is we do Enneagrams or personality traits where we all get together and we try to make it a fun environment where we start with me making fun of me and the things that are my weaknesses of my personality, where I have to be in control of things and try to make it a little bit of a fun situation. But then we also focus on everybody's strengths to be able to say, hey, this is why Nikki is so great at her job because she lives and breathes this environment. So we've tried to make it a very understanding from a personality trait world that you're working in. So it's not like, I don't understand why so-and-so thinks that way. Now you understand why so-and-so thinks or maybe reacts to you when you pass them in the hall. And it's not that they're don't that they're not friendly. It's because their mind is on something else. So I would kind of put those in our, our work category of fun or staff recognition from our fun side we're big into competition in our office. I, I think it's it's maybe just me, but yep. the staff seem to love it. So, you know, right now is a perfect example. We have multiple March Madness pools going on. We've got the college basketball tournament, which is a big thing in the States. And that's happening right now. So we have multiple competitions going on with that. We try to go to top golf, like a golf, and we do competitions there where you're able to say, hey, you know, I challenge you. And our most favorite challenge is, you know, the little cards like the Zamboni on the ice, but they go out and pick up all the golf balls and hit them. Yeah. So we do 20 bucks to the person who can hit them or who can come the closest. So. Yeah, we just cool. try to have fun and be a little bit more relaxed when we're outside of the office. And we try to do that um, 
we try to do that once a month when the weather is, is nice here, three seasons out of the year, kind of miserable in the winter. So we, we don't do a whole lot out of the office. Yeah, gotcha. Well, I guess to second that on, on fun, what you were talking about. Yeah, we do the quarterly kind of staff social event. And we've really implemented that since COVID because we did have two years where we weren't even really together, but we're doing a lot of communication online. So now what we try and do is every quarter, we will actually do something outside the office. So we'll go out, we'll, whether it be mini golf, like, you know, you said that's uh, top golf, didn't you? So that's like a driving range here in Australia. So yeah, but we might do mini golf, uh, you know, bowls or bowling or go to the park, we'll do something. So some sort of event, maybe ends in some drinks usually, but we might do it as just a, hey, let's just do it as a fun, interactive, social half day or full day. Or we might even do something something like get a guest speaker in in the morning and maybe do like a little morning session work-wise and work on something together as a team, but then go have some fun and forget about work and get out there and, yeah, just kind of enjoy each other's company. So, yeah, we definitely do that as well. Aaron, you just made me think of something we had great success with. You mentioned bringing in somebody to speak at, at your office. We brought in a couple of times now identity theft and IT security experts to come in, not only to speak to us and to help us think about how we need to protect our clients, but the staff have loved that from a personal standpoint, you know, the things that they're not thinking of. So that's been a solid win that felt like it was something we were doing for work. And all of a sudden they were like, hey, that was great. Let's do. And so we need to do more of that. But where you bring in an expert in some field and it's a good opportunity for us to all learn. Well, it's still real, real at the moment, isn't it? Identity theft and just scamming and online security. And so that's a great idea, actually. I might pinch that one. <laughs> I haven't mentioned yet, but we also have an offshore team. So we, in Australia, it's pretty big here. We have staff called VAs, virtual assistants. So a lot of accounting practices, financial planning, mortgage broking do this, but it's effectively we've got, of our team actually is employed in the Philippines. So they're in Cebu. And so three people over there and they've been with us for a couple of years now. But the idea is that we catch up with them every day. So we've got to try and that whole camaraderie and interaction, we have to get them involved too. So we really need to treat them as a team member and part of the team. So we do Zoom them into all our team meetings and we have daily huddles where we all get together in the morning and it might seem a lot, and a lot of people say daily, you get together daily with your team. So every single morning, we'll do a Zoom at 9.30. So once I jump off this podcast, we'll probably be jumping on with the team and, and our team from Cebu. And would it, it'd be 15 minutes, but it's like, what's our key things we've got to achieve for today? And then the good thing about that is it allows each team member to listen to what other people have got as a one or two, three key things to do today. And we can jump in and go, oh, look, Adam, I can help with that. I've got some time today at 12. So why don't I help you with that client? Because I understand I can probably put some input into that. So it's really good for us that, I guess, the team huddle, we call it every day. But yeah, interacting our virtual assistant team from overseas into what we do in our culture as well. That's great. And so did you say you do that Zoom so you can see face-to-face with the virtual team? Yep. Yep. Face to face. And then we normally do a bit of a game on every Tuesday morning. So a Kahoot, it's called. Yeah. So Kahoot's just like an online kind of, what do you call it? Just like questions. And you got to just quickly as fast as you can, there's four answers and pick the right answer. And we usually have a winner every week and we kind of tally that up for the year as well. So just another fun way to interact and get everyone together. But um, yeah, I guess the purpose and the idea of this offshore team in Cebu, our VAs, is that they've really helped our 
onshore team grow and develop in their own personal roles because those kind of repetitive tasks that your team are doing day to day, for us, reviews is a massive part of our business. So it's reviewing clients and I'm sure it's the same for you guys, but it's a pretty big process to, to review someone and getting everything organized and their review packs and their policy data and information. And so my onshore team were consistently doing these over and over again, and they just felt that they were not enjoying their work so much. And by getting an offshore team, um, the great thing is these people that, you know, our VAs love process. So once you build the process, they'll just repeat that process all over and over and all the time for you. So it's allowed our onshore team to be more like team leaders now to the our VA mm-hmm. team and our offshore team. So they can actually have their own VAs that are supporting them and they can then grow in their own role here in, in onshore here in Australia. So it gives them more satisfaction in their work. But the best thing it does, it gives them more time back so we can spend that more time on, on client-facing stuff. So we found that any process that was probably not really valuable to a client, we would send that overseas and get that done mm-hmm. by a VA team. So it's really valuable for us to get it done, but the client doesn't see it. So it's something that we get the offshore team to do, which gives a lot more job satisfaction for our internal team here. And, you know, the other benefit is with having VAs is the cost effective too. So you probably get two VAs to one salary employed person here onshore. Has there ever been a time where you could specifically see the payoff of something you did to help with camaraderie? Like you noticed after an event or something that two people were getting along better? Something that we have had crazy good success with is this personality and Enneagram study identifying, and it might not sound like fun, but it actually can be fun if it's done in a lighthearted way, but identifying people's personality traits. And then that has been the single greatest success that we've had from a cohesion of our team. Because it's similar to, I don't know who always married, listening to the podcast, but it's similar to those conversations of you're like, my spouse thinks so differently than me. And then some point later on in life, you figure out, oh, right, they just are different than me. And that's a good thing. And we bring different strengths to the equation. It's the same thing with your team. And if you don't bring those to the surface, if you don't let people know that, hey, we're aware, and this isn't something that we're going to shy away from or or be scared of or tiptoe around. This is what makes our team click is the fact that we have these different personalities interacting with each other and interacting with the, the advisor. So, right. I don't want or need my paraplanner to be able to put together a gift basket for one of my clients 50th anniversary, which we just did. We just had one of our best clients 50th anniversary And two of our staff members who love that made some homemade gifts and bought some things. And when the client came in, they had this beautiful basket and the client loved it. But that's not what I want or need or expect out of my paraplanner. And so I take a long way to answer your question, but that has been by far our greatest success of people interacting better in the office of being able to say, oh, right, that makes sense. That is where that's that person's lane. That's where they kind of fit into the puzzle. And I don't necessarily have to fit into the puzzle that way. Good one, Adam. So we did something like that personality stuff like DISC. We did that quite some time ago, but another, you just made me think of something as well. So the coach helped us do the five success factors also helped us with the workshop. We did about understanding your teammates better. 
And he kind of went through these different styles of breaking down five key dimensions. So communication. So how does your team members like communication received? How do they retain information? So memory, how do they like to be uh, like execution? Do they want to do it slow and get into it or they want to just quickly get it done? How do they want feedback and how do they want support? And he's talked to us about this thing around natural styles compared to adopted styles. And what we ended up doing was running through every team member and we actually voted and said, what, how do you think this team member likes to receive, for example, communication? And the options were, look, this person likes it in many words or they like it in few words. Just get to the point or give them a whole story around it. And we had to say, well, all right, Aaron likes it with few words. Just tell me what you want straight away. But some other team member likes the whole background, the story, and it takes a lot more time to, to open that up and explain it. And with memory, it's like, well, how do people absorb things? And it was around, do you retain it better when you see it visually or when you hear it? So some team members we know would like to hear things where others would like to visually see things to retain that in. Execution, so how they'd like to get things done. Will they like to start and finish one task at a time or they like to do a variety of tasks simultaneously? So then we kind of understand how each... So we're going through all these different... I guess, key styles and working out for every team member how they actually like this. And we put it up on a matrix in our boardroom. So, you know, well, Aaron, if you want to give him feedback, be direct, for example. So do you want feedback direct or do you want to include both what's working, what's not working? So this is working, this is not working. Maybe we can try and do this or just, just tell me upfront how I want it. And then the last thing was around support. So do they want to be checked in regularly along the way or they just want to be checked in when an activity is done? So those kind of five key ways to communicate with each other in the office we kind of put a matrix up now so we know all right this team member loves to retain things by seeing them they like feedback direct they like to work on one task at a time and they want like some support when they need it something like that so and then everyone's a little bit different so similar to you around their styles of how they think and act this was a little bit different around how we diagnosed it to say, well, this team member likes to receive communication and memory in this way. That sounds awesome. Do you have like a grid so that you know, hey, when I'm speaking to so-and-so or is it just something that y'all are able to lock into memory? No, no, definitely we've got like a, a grid or a matrix. So it's color-coded, it's like communication, all the team members then the one of those two styles, which way they like it. And then memory, each staff member, the two different ways to receive the memory, whether visually or, or hearing it, and then, you know, mark down. So that's in our kitchen. So if you're going to make a coffee, it's on the wall. You might refresh your memory again. And you might look at it and go, oh, that's why that, uh, that staff member actually didn't remember that because I, I told them I should have actually shown them. And, yeah, it gets you thinking again about your team and how they actually like to receive all these type of... Uh, that is a great idea. I love it. And, again, I love your ideas how introspective they are and getting people to think and interact inside the office as a team. That's yep. very cool. It's worked well, but I can't take credit. That's obviously our coach consultant we engage in. That's another one of his kind of um, projects or activities he's helped us implement. So, but it's worked well. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.